one. What's up, y'all? Welcome hey, back to another episode of Non-Committal. Uh, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a little bit. Minute. We um, weren't committed. We did tell y'all up front. We laid out the expectations. We told y'all what we were looking for out of this relationship. I thought we were on the same page. There's no surprises. Right. There's none. There's no surprises well, here. there might be some surprises. Okay. Maybe a few. Maybe a few. But not with this. No surprises in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, some quick housekeeping things okay. uh, we wanted to talk about. Um, one, thank you guys for all the support on the first episode. Uh, yes. It means a lot to both of us. Yeah, it's great. Like thank I said, you. I think I mentioned that Aaron and I have been talking about doing this since, like, freshman year. Yeah, it's uh, been a it, long time. Long time coming. Uh, so, we actually finally are doing it, and it's really awesome to see so many people actually really enjoying it and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, thank really you. Great. That means a lot. Um, we are officially on Spotify, YouTube. Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. I think that's it. I, yeah. That's all we need. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, show up on there. Maybe next year we'll show up on your uh, Spotify 2020 Unwrapped. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. That's I, the goal. I think I would least. cry, honestly. If I'd so, probably If somebody cry. was like, hey, you showed up on my Unwrapped, I'd cry. I would actually <laughs> cry. I'd cry tears. That means we've made it. Yeah. Um, Make sure, again, you guys are following us on socials. As of right now, any information that comes out about the podcast will be on our social medias. Um, they are public for our personal ones, for our words. Uh, so we do tweet other nonsense on there. At least I do. I tweet the dumbest stuff. Um, mine is at BlackBelt216, I'm pretty sure. That's my Twitter. Yeah, mine's AaronFern12. And then on Instagram, it's AaronFern20. Um, that's where I share you know stuff about this, but also stuff about my own personal music and stuff like that um but yeah definitely follow us on everything also we upgraded yeah we bought a fireplace we bought a fireplace we purchased this with the money that you guys that we earned from your guys to support on our first episode it's not at all paid by for our students no not at all we we earned this money and we earned this fireplace and i'm proud of us for that i'm I'm proud of us too. And you wouldn't think after one podcast we'd earn that, that much, much money to buy a fireplace. I was amazed. Shocked. But we did. We did it. Thanks again, y'all. Um, so last housekeeping, Aaron wanted to give a message to everyone. Yeah. Clean the house. I made the mistake. Olivia, clean the house. That's a direct call out. I the only it's person. Not my fault. The only person I can directly call out is myself. I live alone. So, it's just me. And Lonely I, life. I do need to clean my goddamn house. <laughs> it's bad. But, anyway. Besides that, anyways. So, what, uh, what are we talking about today? Because I know we got a lot of stuff that we've been waiting to talk about. It's been a while, right? Yeah. So, what's first, I guess? Uh, so, first, let's talk about some music stuff. Um, so, start off, Harry Styles has been releasing two new albums now. Or two singles, excuse me, wow. Um, two albums. Two I wish. albums. Oh my lord. So while we first started planning this episode a couple weeks back, uh, he had dropped his first single. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and as we were touching up on it today and double checking everything, we realized that he dropped a second single. Um, well, no, this is third. Third. Oh, shoot. Yes. There's I'm well three. informed. Thrice we've been duped, duped by, by Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. Can't believe it. Lord no, almighty. but so Harry Styles has three new singles out. Uh... They've come out, I think it's like every other week for the past like every six, fortnight. five weeks or something. They've yes, every fortnight. Every fortnight. They have come out. Not the game. Oh. They have come out. Well, the game is dead. No, it's back. Is it back? Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Rats. Okay. Almost got them. So, Harry Styles has three new songs: "Lights Up," 
Watermelon Sugar, and then the newest one is called Adore You. And uh, I haven't, I've only listened to Adore You once, like, right, because it came out today. Right before. It came out right like, before we started right before recording. Recorded, yeah. yeah. And so I have to listen to that more, but it already sounds really great. There's a really nice guitar solo in it. Um, I really just love that he's coming into himself as a musician. Yeah, it's very... He's not held back by the boy band thing anymore. Right. They, they've all put out singles recently, actually, didn't they? Yeah, um, no, today there were three of the five of them that put out songs. Yeah, so that, which is awesome, but Harry Styles is definitely, I think, making the most waves right now with the new I stuff so coming too. out. So um, Watermelon Sugar, I, I don't listen to Harry Styles a ton, so I might screw it up. Aaron will yell at me, I'm sure. Um, but I know I listened to that, really enjoyed that. Kind of was listening to Adore You when Aaron was playing it um, while I was kind of paying attention. He mentioned fruit in that song, too. Mm-hmm. He's got a thing for fruit right now. He really likes fruit. He's really enjoying fruit. That's okay. I'm happy for him. Good for him. He's Fruit's eating good. healthy. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's a little bit of sugar in there, too. A little bit of sugar. So. No, watermelon sugar was, to put it in simplest terms, a bop. It was so good. Every, like Once you hear it, you immediately are like, oh, I want to dance to this. Like This is awesome. Yep. It's so, so well done, well produced, well written. I think everyone involved with it should be very proud because it was it's great. And I'm excited to hear what the rest of the album sounds yeah. like. Because if it's anything like that, it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, very much coming into his own, like Aaron said. Yeah. Um, very own style. It reminds me of a very, um, oh God, almost like 90s pop, like very kind of electro almost a little bit. That's it's kind of like, uh, out, but. It's, I described it the other day as if, the Beatles' psychedelic period was in pop now, it would be that. Right. Yeah. Yes. That actually is pretty spot on. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's basically what it is. Um, but no, the Watermelon Sugar was really, really good. Um, Lights Up was amazing. But yeah, I'm excited to see what else he does. Yeah. I really I, am. Uh, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, it's the holiday season officially. It is. Which means both Mariah Carey and uh, Michael Bublé have come out of hibernation. Thank God. Honestly, it's, it's been a time. while. Uh, just what do they do not... during the months of summer and so, spring? So, you know the show Avatar The Last Airbender? Yes. You know how they find Aang in the iceberg? Yes, yes, yes. At yes. the beginning? That's Michael Bublé. That oh, whole... okay. And then Mariah Carey's when they find Captain America in the iceberg. Yes, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, so that's what they do. Perfect analogies. Uh, so Mariah Carey's fished out of the bottom of the, what, Atlantic Ocean? Yes. Every, uh... Every December or November, right around Thanksgiving time, mm-hmm. and Katara goes and finds Michael Bublé and brings him out again. Yes, him and his flying bison. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, off I know in the show, but I can't drag the analogy any further. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's Christmas time. I've got my Christmas sweater, my little Nutcracker, my drummer boy. Um, it used to light up, but it doesn't anymore. But I realize you can't see it because the computer. So I'm a little sad about it, but it's okay. You guys got to see it now. Yeah. But yeah, they're out. Mariah Carey put out a deluxe album of her All I Want For Christmas Is You. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. I love Who it. Who doesn't want more Mariah Carey Christmas? It's, no it's a classic. If you don't want that, you're wrong. Aaron, let me ask you a question. Yes. We'll get into this a little more next episode because we've chatted. I think our next episode is going to be a little holiday special, a little shindig. Um, but since we're talking about Mariah Carey right now, top three Christmas songs. Such holiday songs. Top three Okay. Like, what are the classics? Like, every season you need to hear them. Oh, the classic. Okay. Um, so, there's there's this one song. It was by Band-Aid, which was, like, a bunch of different artists from different bands that came together. It's I think it's called just 
um, I think it's called Christmas time, but it's like, uh, do they know it's Christmas time at all? Yes. Um, yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that like Bandit. That one is probably yeah, that's a one of my one. favorites. Um, that's one of those kind of keeping score at home. I know. Um, oh, Kelly Clarkson's underneath the tree. That's okay, a bop. See, Aaron has the benefit that he can sing to help explain it. I can't. <laughs> no. So I'm just gonna have to hope for the best. That one's oh, that one's a pop. And it then, is. That's good though too. Oh my! Well, my favorite Christmas song, favorite and none of these are really like classics, but like hey, my favorite Christmas song is "Believe" by Josh Groban from the Polar Express. Oh, from the Polar Express. I actually did. Oh, I like that song. Just gives me chills. I actually had to do a voice acting thing for an earlier, and I had to pretend to be a kid, so I was the kid from Polar Express. Oh, amazing. You know, train kid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a good time. Um, but yeah, also a very good one. Josh Groban's incredibly talented. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick top three in this moment, it's um, like, you have to listen. Uh, Michael Buble, um, I can't even think of a particular song, just the album. I'm counting it as one song. I'm cheating. I Every get, Michael Buble. I ask the question, I get to make the rules. Okay. Uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, of course. You gotta put that on the list. And my favorite Christmas song of all time is Dominic Doggy. Always has been, always will be. Love that song. As a child. Chicka, chick, chick. Hey-haw, hey-haw. <laughs> As a child, so I would call bad. into a radio station and try to request it. Um, I rarely got through, but I needed to hear it at least once every Christmas season to the point where they stopped playing it on the radio during the holidays, like, or I just kept missing it because I was not in the car. So I bought it on my iPod, so I had it. Oh and could just gosh. listen to it whenever I wanted. So Christmas in July, Dominic the Donkey. That's so bad. It's so good. It's a oh, classic. No. Cult classic, as I like to say. I guess. It's a cult classic, for sure. Okay. I, great song. Sure. Um, so that's up. Um, some really fun news. Um, and I have a story about this, but we'll talk about it a little later. I'll talk about that in the uh, after we get through some other stuff. Hootie and the Blowfish put out a new album. Um, they've been broken up for... God, over 10 years, I think. Um, I don't know the exact year, but I know Darius Rucker, the lead singer, uh, a.k.a. Hootie, uh, had a solo career for a while. He was doing his own thing. Um, but As Hootie, a country artist. Yeah, but Hootie met up with the Blowfish again and put out a new album. That's awesome. Um, got to listen to it a little bit over Thanksgiving. My father's a huge Hootie and the Blowfish fan. Um, so I listened to it a little bit then. Pretty it's good. so great they got back together. I'm so glad. Where's their documentary? There's not enough representation. Jonas Brothers? Who? Never Say Blowfish? Never. That's on Netflix. Never Say Never. Justin Bieber's documentary. Oh. Fun fact of the day. Found that no. Day. Saw it the other day. No. Um, And you said, and for me today, The Weeknd put out new music. The Weeknd, yeah. I, that popped up in my notifications, and I was, I was shook. Yeah, I haven't heard it. Whoa, The Weeknd. I haven't heard his name in forever since, like, the Black Panther... Yeah, he, he was, was on like soundtrack. a few of those songs, but yeah, I forgot he about hasn't that, put out his individual music in so long. Right, I think it's it crazy. Must have been like our freshman year, really, was when like Starboy came out and everything. Yeah, yeah, it was like freshman year, so like three years ago. Not to date this video, but no, it's yeah, it's a long time so, ago. Yeah, it's been. A, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't had the chance to listen, so yeah. I still, I still need to do that. Um, before we go into. One of the most exciting things going around on social media and on the internet right now. Um, we have something that's extremely important to us to talk about. 
Um, so time to get a little serious here for a minute. Okay. Um, you know, this is very serious for us. Deal. Stay with us. Okay. So Sporty Spice. Yeah. She's still alive. Thank doing God. Well. She's doing well. I was she's doing well. She's great, actually. She's actually she's so she's doing better than me. So and Lucas combined. Peek behind the curtain a little bit. Uh, when we were first doing this, we were like, "Hey, what's some stupid reoccurring thing we can talk about every podcast episode?" And we were like, "Sporty Spice. Why not?" Uh, I came up. We were like, "Oh, we can interview some people." And Aaron typed "Sporty Spice," and I was like, "Yep, that's it. We're talking about Sporty Spice every episode." Every episode. So you'll get updates. Yeah. Every time. But the funny thing is, when I was doing research for this episode, I realized Mel C actually put out a new single like three weeks ago. Yeah. Like. We obviously didn't have any idea. We just hopped on the Mel C bandwagon yep. before everyone else did. We knew. I felt it coming yeah. in my soul. We had a rumbling. Like, we felt it coming. It was a gut. Uh, it was a gut feeling. Right. You know, like, you know. they say, listen to your gut. We did, and this is what we get. We get new music from Melanie C. Um, she put out a single called High Heels. Uh, very, very good. So It's a really big, like, genuinely a pretty I felt big elevated in those um, it, the story of it is she was touring with a drag company. Um, they was yes. going around doing shows, and they, uh, going on tour with that company inspired her to kind of write the song. Um, they all performed in it. Very cool music video. Really nice song. Um, very much like a hype up song. Like if you know, you're getting ready to go out, enjoy your weekend. Like yeah. put on high heels by Melanie C. You're really gonna enjoy it. Yeah. I would say it's nice. Um, it give it definitely gave me a. A get pumped feel you know like but in, in a way where it's like feel yourself you know like feel good about yourself right and, and yeah. go out there and just do you and I think that's really cool uh, but yeah I really really am glad yeah. that she's doing so well that she's putting out music uh, because a lot know. of people um, from like that time period of music when she was sporty spice it didn't yeah, really really made it out yeah necessarily didn't make it to anything else really um, but anyway, so before we move on, uh, Lucas and I met up in a secondary location, which you're never supposed no, to no, go no. to. No, 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 we sister. <laughs> but we went to a secondary location, and we tried our shot of the show. So we're going to hop over that right now, and then we'll be right back here. Hey, thanks, Aaron Lucas, for sending it over to the secondary location. <laughs> uh, so I made the shot today. Uh, it's called Fire and Ice. Uh, Aaron has his little... Game of Thrones shot glass. I spun it. You still can't see it because it's not on screen. It is uh, one part fireball and one part peppermint schnapps. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It smells strong. Uh, it so smells like Christmas, though. It does kind of smell like Christmas. Here goes nothing. All right, down, up, down, drink. Okay. I, I was not nearly. I love that. <laughs> it stuck in my throat a little bit. Not as bad as last time. That's like... But that was better than I thought it would be. I thought that was going to be Christmas awful. Christmas. I thought that was going to be awful. freaking shot glass. That really was not that bad. And put that in eggnog. That's what I'm going to do next put time. That That's happening. We're doing eggnog next time. Just have to... Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Back, back to you. Uh, wow, that was delicious. It was... I very much enjoyed that. It, it was good. I really liked it. Disclaimer, Aaron let me mix this shot kind of myself, which is a problem. Last time we did a shot, Aaron measured it out. This time we went, yeah, let's just pour it in and see what do, happens. We're just gonna do it. Uh, so that's what happened. But yeah, not too bad. I didn't not choke bad, on it this bad time. Not at all. No. Um, I think. Kind of looked like pee. It really looked like pee, to be honest. It was a little bit. It was a little uh, bit pee-ish. But it's fine. 
Um, so the next thing we want to talk about, the big deal right now, uh, Spotify and Wrapped uh, yeah. came out Wednesday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, big news. Pretty big news. Uh, everybody loves, a lot of people love seeing um, the Spotify and Wrapped every year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of divisive on Twitter recently, as I've seen. Um, you know, some people are like very excited to share it, to see other people's, whereas I've noticed a lot of people being like, oh, why, nobody cares about what it is. Um, so then people are reacting, going like, no, I genuinely do care. I want to know what my friends are listening to yeah. so I can find yeah, yeah, new yeah. music and stuff. Um, Aaron, where do you happen to fall on that? Kind of. Are you talking about like my top artists? Well, like, how do you feel about that whole like, you know, people posting it to social media and everything? Like, are you actually I think genuinely it's great. interested? Or? No, I think it's great. I think that, I mean, I know of two different mindsets with it. Mm-hmm. Some people share it to just be like, oh, ha, 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 this is what I listen to. Like, this is cool. Then other people are like, hey, I listen to this, show me what you listen to, and let's listen together. Yeah. You know? And it depends. Like, either mindset's great because I think sharing this music, no matter what you're listening to, is important because it helps those artists, whether they are already huge and popular or if they're just starting out, it helps them no matter what. Uh, But yeah, I'm, you know, I think this is a really great thing that they do. Uh, Apple Music said they're going to be doing this now, so I'm su- I'm assuming before yeah. 2020 they will put this out for, for people who use Apple Music. Uh, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, like Aaron, kind of like Aaron said, I'm a big fan of it. I mean, my top artist will get to it, but is somebody who isn't super popular. It's not like Ariana Grande or Lizzo or anyone like that. Um, so for me, it's kind of a way to be like give a little extra exposure. Like this is the kind of stuff that I enjoy. I really enjoy this artist to the point where they're my number one. I honestly was a little surprised that they're my number one based on how much stuff I listened to. I didn't realize that I still listen to this artist this much, but for good reason I did. Um, so without further ado, let's get on into it. Cool. Um, so my top artist of 2019 was Watsky. Um, okay. He's rapper, uh, started as a poet out in San Francisco. That's how he started on YouTube doing slam poetry, uh, transitioned into music. He actually just put out a single couple weeks ago i was super excited to talk about it on the podcast anyways um and then spotify and rap came out decided he was my top artist he's actually my uh it being 2019 the decade about to end spotify also did uh overview of everyone's decade as well this year he was also actually my top artist of the decade um so i've been listening to waski a lot i think it said he was my top artist in 2016 and 2017 as well as this year um so he's pretty up there um other than that, I'm getting, I'm seeing him in tour, on tour in Syracuse in April. Uh, fun fact. Um, other than that, my number two surprise was Ariana Grande. Really? Not doesn't surprise me. It's like wow, I listened to her, but I just didn't realize I listened to her that much. Yeah. Um, but not sad to see her up there. Yeah. Definitely a fan of her latest album. I know I listened to it a lot when it came out. Um, other than that, I have it says soundtrack slash cast album. Okay. Uh, that's all it says. Um, I know that comes from a, a lot, especially this semester. I listened to a uh, little shop of horror soundtrack a lot. I've been listening to a lot of Broadway and stuff this semester. And then rounding out my top five, I have Khalid and Lil Nas. Cool. So quite a, a good, uh, it's a good mix. List. I like it. So what was your yeah. top five? Aaron? So my top five, my top one was AJR. Okay. Yeah. Um, classic, which is funny because I didn't listen to them until like June. Like, I didn't get into their music mm-hmm. until, like, June. And then from June until now, that's, like, all oh, I listen to. Right. Um, no, but they're fantastic. Uh, I was supposed to go see them 
few weeks ago, but they canceled their show. Uh, their lead singer had, I think he had strep throat, so they had to cancel the show. But no bueno. We're, they're going to put on another one, and we'll get to go then. Uh, so I had, second was Mariana's Trench. Okay, yeah. Um, then third was the Jonas Brothers. Of course. And fourth was myself. Of course, you got to be a fan of your own music. you got to be a fan of your own music. I'm always embarrassed to say that, but... If you don't enjoy what you're putting out, then why put it out, though? That's that's yeah. my thing with art. If you're an artist, like you should be enjoying what you're putting out. You should actually yeah. enjoy listening to it. Yeah. Because so. if you don't enjoy it, then how do you expect others to? Right. You know? But that's just my that's my piece as an artist myself. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then my last one is Panic. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm a little surprised Panic didn't make it into mine. Yeah, I'm shocked too. Um, I'm shocked Little Nas was in there over Panic. I listened I mean, to Little like, Nas a lot over the summer, though. Well, if you think about it. How, when was the last time Panic actually put out music? It was last year. Yeah. So therefore, like, we still listen to it, but maybe not as much as we right. did in 2018. I will say, too, my, I think my results are a little skewed, because there is a couple things that I was surprised didn't even make, like, so they make a playlist of your top 100 songs from the year. There was a couple songs I was surprised didn't even make it into that. Yeah. Um, but I then remembered that I worked at a summer camp over the summer mm-hmm. with children, and oftentimes would play music for them. So, Old Town Road, um, you know, Thank You Knock, stuff like that. Um, I think Lil Nas, Khalid, and Ariana Grande were all on the playlist that I had for my job like over the summer. Like top 40 pop. Music. Right. Yeah. So, that, I think, kind of skewed my results a little bit. Okay. Um, in terms of top songs, uh, number one song, Truth Hurts by Lizzo, I, a classic. I mean, it's the name of the podcast. It's, or it comes from Truth Hurts. Yeah. So, how fitting, honestly. Um, my number two song actually was The Jungle by Aaron Fern. Um, I listened wow. to it a lot this summer. I was honestly surprised to see it that high, but yeah. it was blasting it more than I thought. Apparently I have no concept of how much I listen to things. There's actually, there's, you're one of three people that I know. There was top five? Yeah. And it was people from like my high school that really? like just texted me out of the blue and were like, hey, like this is one of my top songs. And I was like, that's so cool. That's awesome. Like now, that's the bi- that's one of the biggest accomplishments. Like it was such a compliment as well. Um, I it was just it kind of blew me away that that yeah. happened. Now, so you have two recent singles out. I have two: right Queen yeah. of Hearts and The Jungle. And The Jungle. So I like I said, The Jungle was in my top five. Queen of Hearts was not. Um, now, did you hear from people? Like, was it an even split? Was it? It was mainly The, the Jungle. Okay. Because the, well, The Jungle's been out since longer. April, right? Um, and also Queen of Hearts was not it's funny queen of hearts has way more streams total than yeah the jungle but the thing is most of those streams are apple music okay so so therefore it might i might get some that are the other side when the apple music stuff comes out but right, right now um the jungle has way more on Spotify. interesting so and i don't know how exactly that happened but it did um but also on apple music um they tend to promote better okay than spotify does like new music yeah um so I think that might have been a factor in it, but it was—it's really cool. No, I have those two singles out now. Um, Other than the works? Question mark. I have yes, I do. Ooh. I guess I can announce this now. I have officially written my whole album. Hell yeah! Um, it's a non-committal exclusive for y'all. Yeah, it's gonna be eleven songs. Well, ten songs plus an intro. Okay. Yep. Um, and. The, the outro is a song in itself, but it's not going to be like, it's just an instrumental and the beginning kind of leads into it, but it's going to be kind of all over the place. 
and I really I'm excited for it. Um, I'm not going to reveal the title yet, yeah. um, or course, what's going to be on it. But the two singles that are out right now will be on the album. Uh, yeah, so there will be about eight new songs for you to check out. That's um, super exciting. Hopefully by the beginning of next year. Um, I'm hoping to get a lot done when I go home for winter break. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah. Maybe we'll all have world. a non-committal listening party. Yeah, it'd be a good time. So uh, an album release. Live stream it. Live stream it on YouTube. Yeah. We could do it. We could do that. That'd we'll see. Cool. Maybe we'll see. We'll chat. <laughs> we'll chat. We'll let you know. Keep you posted. Okay. Potentially. Um, running on my top five songs was Sunflower from Spider-Verse. Oh, great song. Great song. Great song. Uh, NASA by Ari. And Welcome to the Family by Watsky. Okay. Uh, rounding out my top five. And then my top for the decade, my top five artists was Watsky, Imagine Dragons, Sleeping at Last, and then Fall Out Boy and Panic. Okay, which cool, cool, cool. There are those two snuck in, which makes a lot more sense, because I do listen to a lot of Fall Out Boy and Panic. Um, well, Aaron pulls his up. I'm going to vamp for time a little bit. I got it. I got okay, it. he's got it. Never mind. So uh, my, top, my top songs were uh, Next Up Forever by AJR. Okay. Um, that song just blows me away. I don't know. It's so good. Um, Never Let Me Go is one of my top songs, and that is by Jess. I think it's Glean or okay. Glein. Um, uh, she sang Rather Be with Clean Bandit. Okay, yeah. Um, but this is from her own album, which came out a little while ago. I discovered it when I was working over the summer, and I just fell in love with the song. And so every time I walked to work, I would just listen to it over and over again. Um, so that's probably why it's on there. That makes sense. Um, Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. Of course, classic. A um, Hundred Bad Days by AJR. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then uh, The Killing Kind by Mariana Stretch. Okay. And what about your, your decade? Yeah, I don't know if you have that readily available. Do I have that? I... It looks like that's it. Is this it? I think so. Or is that the... Um, no, that looks like... Because mine was... Wait, hold on. Go with that. My top artist of the decade is AJR. Which is funny because those are just memes. Oh, I might be. I'm not sure. It looks like it was, but I'm. Who knows? I must be going crazy. Who's to say? Who's to say? So, not yeah. Um, I always really look forward to Spotify and Rap. I think it's yeah. really cool to see um, just kind of how it progressed throughout the year. They also showed, like, by season what you listen to. You know, I had Ariana Grande show up in three out of my four seasons. I It showed me podcasts that I listened to a lot yeah. this year. Um, so like we mentioned earlier, with this, like us showing up on Spotify and rap, um, mm -hmm. which would be really cool. That'd be so cool. Um, but like, I need support, honestly, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, really cool to look forward to. Um, but with that, I think, unless we have anything else for Spotify and rap. Yeah, I think Spotify and rap is good. I think that, you know, just keep sharing it. Yeah. Keep putting it out there. I think it's cool. Like, don't be embarrassed of what you listen to because everyone has their own taste. If you want to tweet at us, I know I'm always personally looking for new music. I know yeah, Aaron feels definitely. the same way. Um, send it to our way, honestly. I would love to see. I love looking at what people I know are listening to and people I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's super interesting. I love sharing new music with people. Like yeah. I, That's the kind of person I am. Is I love sharing new music. I love getting excited about stuff like that. Um, so moving on. Uh, so last episode, we played a game called Guess the Headline. Yes. We're not it was doing a great that. time. It was great. We're not going to do that this episode. We came up with something else. Okay. Uh, so we came up with a game called Deal Breaker. Yes. So the way this is going to work is I and Aaron both brought a couple different uh, traits that somebody might have, and we're going to ask each other if that would be a deal breaker in a relationship. 
things they might do right um, might say do ways they might act stuff like that yeah and we have to figure out if that would be a deal breaker for us and i want to hear a little bit about why that might be a deal breaker for you yeah an explanation a little a little, a little bit of justification um okay. so would you i started with guess the headline why don't you why don't you start this time okay i'm gonna move my laptop my, to um, my so i can't see them can you vamp for a second yeah i would love to vamp check. i'm great at vamping um so what was I said? Oh, actually, we did have a conspiracy we were going to talk about earlier. I missed it. Um, so recently, Aaron Fern, uh, my you know my co-host, um, co-star, uh, and I watched Lemonade Mouth. And so for those of you guys that don't know Lemonade Mouth, it's about a band, great band, um, and it their name comes from they all drank this lemonade, which is uh, Mel's Organic Lemonade. Uh, was the name of the brand. So Aaron and I with absolutely no uh, research or reason to believe this, uh, think that we've stumbled upon a conspiracy theory that we think is true. We think Melanie C, aka Sporty Spice, owns Mel's Organic Lemonade. I Do we have any evidence to back us up? Not at all. Nope. Her name is Mel. That's it. That's all we got. But that's enough for me. Yeah. That's all I need. That's all I need. It's so, Mel C, we caught you. Yeah. Would love to be sponsored we by you. No, it's organic lemonade. If you would sponsor, uh, non-committal the could podcast, you imagine, that would be amazing. Could you imagine if we got sponsored by Sporty Spice? That, I, I would, would lose my mind. We we'd get a bigger fire. We our fireplace would double in height. We would have the fire up to here. here. Can you imagine? I'd be burning. We would be burning in hell. I mean, well, here. Okay, who's first? Me. <laughs> You're first. Okay, so the transition. So again, we're going to be doing deal breakers. Um, I'm going to ask Lucas a question, um, and he's going to answer if it's a deal breaker or not. Kind of like deal or no deal. Right. Yeah. Deal or no deal. Except no money. I got I got my button. My box is up. Your box is up. Oh, wait. It goes this way. So button for deal. I'm going to close it if there's no deal. Perfect. All right. Let's go. All right. Can you even see this? Yeah, you can. Lucas, would it be a deal breaker if someone ate pizza with a fork and knife? Oof. I know this is a very divisive topic for people. It is for me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that's not a deal breaker for me. Okay. Um, I do I judge people who eat pizza with a no, fike? <laughs> with, with a fike. With, with a, a ficus. Do I judge people who? Yeah, it's a dual end. They have prongs on one, things on one end, and a knife on the other. Anyways, um, do I judge people who eat with pizza with utensils? Yes, I do. Would that be a deal breaker for me? No. Um, if I found out like a year into the relationship, we would have pizza long before then. But if for some reason I didn't find out until then, um, you know, we'd have to have some difficult conversations. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, we it'd be tough time. You know, I'd really be reaching out to my friends like Aaron to help support me through that. But I think it's something we can work through. Mm-hmm. If it's a first date situation and I see it, I'm walking out of the restaurant. Yeah, it's that's, that's game red over. flag number one. Yeah, that's that's like the biggest red flag you can have. Yeah, it's. No deal. No, I no. It's not that big of a deal for me. Okay. It's weird, but it doesn't bother me that much. Okay, cool. So, Aaron. Yeah. I'm laughing because this is a little bit of personal experience. Oh no. Um, I don't think they watch the show, and if they do, sorry. Um, <laughs> would it be a deal breaker if every time you yawned, they stuck their fingers in your mouth? Okay. So like you yawn, so, I just go. So here's the thing. I have had that. <laughs> And I also do it, so, so no, it's not a deal breaker. I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. Granted, it's funny when I do it. 
But then I get a not so happy when it happens <laughs> to me. Because, oh, the feeling of a good yawn, you can't really get that from anything else but, like, maybe watching The Jungle Book on Disney+. Plus. But besides that, like, it's pretty sad when that happens, but I think it's hilarious. I, fun fact, every time I yawn now, it literally got classically conditioned. Every time I yawn, I will cover my mouth because it happened to me all the time with one of my previous relationships. That's crazy. Um, it wasn't a deal breaker for me. I was in that relationship for a long time. Yeah. To the point where I got trained to cover my mouth. Um, but interesting. So we both have personal experience with that one. Okay. okay. That's good. I'm glad Fun we fact. all have been through that. Something <laughs> everyone can Glad we can to. share that together. You know, we're, we're men of the people. We are. We're just a common man. We're people you know? men. We like to play saxophone on late night TV and we like fries. Curious to see if Aaron understood what I'm referencing. I understand. Thank God. I knew you would. So what do you got for me, Aaron? So, Lucas. Yeah, Aaron. Would it be a deal breaker if someone has no political views at all? But And by no political views, I mean like they don't want to ever talk about it. They don't want to vote. They don't want to act on anything. Just nothing. They, like... It's just out of a place that they just don't care. They don't care. It does not at all. them. That's that's a deal breaker for me. Deal breaker. That's honestly a deal breaker for me. I think it's very important. Like, regardless of your views, I've dated people with the same political affiliation as me. I've dated people with different political affiliation than me. I think regardless of that, it is very important to me personally to exercise that right to vote and to have a say. Yeah. I, that's a big deal breaker for me, I'll be honest. Okay. I Wow, that was a hard-hitting one. It wasn't, yeah, no, no, All no, mine no. are goofy. Aaron's like, what if they don't care about politics? I'm like, oh, God. Well, no, I, I just feel like that's – because that's something that I think about too. And I think it would be – like this would have been a deal breaker for me too because I – I'm very open when I speak like when I have a problem with an issue and someone asks me about it I'm like I can't just sit there and ignore it like I have thoughts yeah um, so if someone was just apathetic about it I'd be a little like I don't think I'd be able to do it yeah apathy to me is worse than disagree not that disagreeing with me is wrong but to me mm-hmm. apathy would bother me a lot more than somebody just blatantly disagreeing and thinking I'm an idiot for thinking what I'm thinking. I, I would rather yeah, somebody no, cares and have strong convictions. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been in relationships where we don't really talk about politics because I know that our views differ um, in a lot of ways and it can kind of stir up some strong emotions. So we don't really talk about it. But I still know that they at least care. They have yeah. strong convictions. And there are morals. A lot of politics is based on morals. To me, that almost shows that there's just no morals there. They just don't care. It's yeah. willy-nilly. Yeah, couldn't do it. Um, wow. Okay. So my second one, Aaron Fern. Yes. Would it be a deal breaker breaker if the first thing your partner did every day they came home from work was play Josh Turner's Your Man and acted it out? <laughs> and, and, and acted, acted it out with the song. Josh Turner's Your Man. Don't look for fools until the lights down. That one? Yeah, that one. You're still about three octaves too high. Yeah. I can't even do it. Um, I don't even know if the mic would have picked that up. I think oh, every is, day. This every is so day. hard. Every it would be a deal breaker. Monday yes. through Friday. Yes, only because, and I'm I'm sorry, mom and dad, but my <laughs> parents listen to country now, like religiously, and it didn't used to be that way. Like they used to actually listen to good music, and now they only listen to country, and it's so annoying that I like can't. I don't think I can do it. 
And there are some country songs that are really, really good, but they have ruined it for me. Just so everyone's aware, country music being bad is not the official stance of this podcast. No, no, no. That is just I like country music. I like country music. I think country artists have a lot of talent. However, I think that in my hometown, the people who are obsessed with it have made me like it less. That's my own opinion. You just threw a quote, said, now they listen to country music and they used to listen to actually good music, was what you said. Well, I was like, that's not the official non-committal stance. (laughs) That might be Aaron. I guess you can quote me on that. You can quote. Um, so actually, I had the opposite experience growing up, though. Um, my father listened to country music all the time as I was growing up. Okay. But now, once I, now that we've gotten older and I kind of developed my own music taste, he kind of adopted that more. So um, he developed adopted the music taste of me and my siblings a lot more. Um, so I also have kind of a strained relationship with country music. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, but a lot of it comes from it was all we listened to. My father has a habit of he, if he finds an album he likes, it will play in the car for a month on repeat, nonstop. Like that's it. Like that's all we're listening to. So it's uh, same experience, kind of just different age periods. Okay. So, but interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. To and to Aaron kind of saw this, might have seen this one coming a little bit because when I was explaining how this would work to Aaron, I used that song as an example in a different context. So I switched it up because I still thought that was a really funny one. It's funny. Really enjoyed that. It's good. So. All right. So my last one. Sad. Um, All good things must come to an end. And bad things. I don't know how you feel about this segment yet, but however you feel about it, it has to come to an end. Yeah. Whatever. So would it be a deal breaker if your partner was or does travel for work so they were gone more than they were around i'm just laughing because all of yours are like genuine things that happen these are things to think about well well, i'm only laughing because all mine are like what if your partner does this really odd and strange thing that like most pizza eating pizza with a fork and knife that's still pretty (laughs) well well we'll talk well you'll understand more when i get to my last one too okay okay um would it be a deal breaker if they traveled a lot um I think it depends. Um, I'm the type of person, I'm very, like, um, physically needy. Um, I think that's the best way to put it. Aaron can vouch for this 100%. Aaron and I have been close for a while now. He's seen it happen. Um, Right here. Right. Attached to the hip. Right next to me. Like, genuinely, like, not even playing a bit right now. Like, yeah, it can be bad. Um, So I guess it would get to be if, as long as sometimes I was able to travel with them, Mm -hmm. I would be okay with it. Um, part of that comes from I just would also love to travel. I think traveling is awesome. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and I like traveling with people I care about. Um, Aaron and I have taken a few trips before. It's always yes. a great time. Yes. Um, well, we mentioned last time that we have lost our, blo- our Cleveland, blogs. Right. Yeah. Our Cleveland blog. Our the Cleveland lost tapes. Blog. We're going to put it out Blair Witch style in a couple yep. of years. Yep. The recovered footage. Yes. We're going to make it We're a We're going to put a nice tint over it. Yeah. A nice vignette. Yes. I think that's what it's called. Is it what it's called? Maybe. I don't know. Vignette. I think it's vignette. I don't know. I'm, those were probably all the wrong words. Um, but if they were traveling all the time for work and I would never be able to join them, I think that would be a deal breaker. Um, so I guess it would depend on how often I would get to accompany them. Okay. Uh, you know, I wouldn't need to go on every trip, obviously, like, you know, if it is business, especially like, you know, 
You have separate lives. Even when you're with somebody else, you do have to have separate lives. Yeah. You are still two people. Um, but huge distance for extended periods of time is a very hard thing for me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. How about you? Would that be a deal breaker for you? Um, yeah, I think it would only because, um, I've done distance a few times and it's not, it's just not fun. It's like really hard. Um, yeah, I just, I would prefer it. Right. If it was not, um, you know, I don't necessarily think it's a deal breaker. It would be situational, I think, but it's something that I would have to really sit down and think about. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, it would, I'd have to put a bit of thought into that. Yeah. Um, so my last one, Aaron, would it be a deal breaker for you if every time your partner got frustrated for no disconcernable reason, they started speaking in a British accent? They're not British. They were not raised in a British household. They just like full Peppa Pig started talking <laughs> in a British accent every time they got frustrated. Full they might Peppa be fr- Pig. They might be frustrated with you. It might be work. Whatever it is, they're going full British. And it's not a conscious choice that just happens. Like, they can't turn Well, here's off. the thing. So that, I'm going to say no, it wouldn't be a deal breaker. Because, but the thing is, we'd never get through an argument because I'd be dying laughing. That'd be so funny. If all of a sudden, you just get pissed, like, I didn't do the dishes or something. And What then, do you mean you didn't do the dishes? Why are the dishes in the sink? I would just see Peppa Pig. I think I'm married to Peppa Pig. <laughs> That's terrible. And this is what I meant when I said errands were all like genuine things that might occur in minor life. What if they talked in a British accent for no reason sometimes? That's so funny. I was cracking myself up. That's hilarious. I love that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. I just wouldn't be able to. I feel like after a while, I'd kind of get used to it. And yeah. I'd just be like, mm-hmm. all right, this is a weird thing that happened. I think depending on the situation, it might make me more mm-hmm. frustrated. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, like... That's so funny. I think that's the funniest question. What are you doing in my bed? It wasn't even, like... The question itself wasn't funny until you said Peppa Pig. Like, that was the punch. full Peppa Pig. That's not even written down. That was on the spot. That's amazing. That's... That's improv right there. That's... Yes, and... Man, that's a... What a time. Um... Yeah, so that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Um, I think for the most part, I think we're both pretty open to everything. Yeah. And and those in those cases, at least, I'm pretty sure we didn't say deal breaker very much. No. You said it for Josh Turner. Josh Turner, you said it for political, like not yeah, being, for the not having emotion, political apathy. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we kind of were able yeah. to look past all those differences. Look, look past slash. Baggage. I can't look past the pizza thing. Really? No. That's a deal breaker. For yes. You. Interesting. Now, so question. Mm-hmm. Folding pizza. That's not as bad. Okay. You're using your hands like a real person. That's okay. All that matters. Okay. I, I fold. I'm a pizza folder. Okay. That's what I do. Um, it depends also because like it depends on the ki- kind of pizza you're eating. Sometimes you're, you're eating a fake Chicago deep dish pizza. If you're, eat- then you get- you're eating Uno's in the Syracuse Destiny Mall. <laughs> Then you can't fold it. Also, have better standards for yourself. Come on. Don't eat Chicago style. Just just don't. Unless you're in Chicago. Mm, find a New York I style like joint. deep dish. If I'm like... I don't think I've had good deep dish. I will say. Well, have you had like Little Caesars deep dish? No. Ew. Darn. I was hoping to catch you on that. 
No, absolutely not. Um, I'm poor. Actually, I would eat it. Do you remember the? You might not have had these, but I feel like this is one of these shared childhood experiences that everyone already had. The galaxy pizzas that they had for lunch, like their little galaxy pizzas, they're essentially deep. They were like think of a chicken pot pie. But like the inside. Are you talking about like school? Pizza. Yeah, like school yes, lunches. Yes. Did you guys have pizza oh, day on yeah, Fridays? We did. Yeah, we did. Every Friday was some sort of pizza. Yep. And it was like you're right. It was a little pie. little galaxy pop pizza. Yeah. That's what we called Damn. it. Galaxy pizza. Those are those are the best kind of pizza for pizza day. I did not like. That was absolutely the best pizza. Probably because they had them all the time. But granted, I never so got we didn't sick have of chicken patty. We didn't have them that often. Did you guys have the pizza too, where the crust was the breadstick? You ripped off the crust and it was a breadstick and you got marinara sauce. Yes! Yes, we did. It's a universal thing. Shared experiences. Then Michelle Obama ruined it with her healthy lunch program. Come on, Michelle. I love Michelle. Um, I'm sorry. But. I just wanted to say but. Okay. So a couple other things to talk about before we wrap up. Um, I had something else that came up. Uh, So to start with, Disney Plus has launched since our last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I have Disney Plus. Aaron and I has Disney Plus. We have the we same share account. It. Um, share everything. Um, it's called love. It is. Look it up. Um, our dictionary. Pa- so our email for it, it no, um, not showing that. We already have six profiles on there. Yeah, it's too much. Um, but It's almost time to pay. So some stuff. Oh, it is. Ooh. Uh, oh, I remember what my other thing was. So some stuff I've been watching. Um, I watched Endgame again recently for the second time. Nice. Still cried again. I cried it to my tail zone at 3 in the morning. (laughs) 3 in the morning, sitting with my DP Doe in front of me. DP Doe, if you want to sponsor us, please. Sponsor us, DP Doe. We need a sponsorship. I will wear your merch. I don't care. I will do whatever I have to do. Anyways. Um, so I cried into a calzone uh, at 3 in the morning watching Tony Stark die. Sorry, spoiler alert. That's been out the since spoiler April. Ban That's get out of here! I didn't even see it till after the spoiler ban, and I avoided those things. So you're that's your fault. I'm sorry for yelling. Anyways, yeah, yeah so sorry. Um, but one thing that's taken the internet by storm. Well, the show itself hasn't taken the internet by storm. I However, think it has. one character specifically right. did what Kim Kim K walked, so this character could run. Is what I will say. <laughs> Stupidest thing, but I love it. Kim K broke the internet, so this character could demolish it. The internet had to be reinvented after Baby Yoda hit it. Baby Yoda has has destroyed the internet, but in a good way. In the best way possible. It's amazing. Uh, so the show is The Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, it's a Star Wars film. Uh, it's about the Mandalorian. Um, Creed. I don't know. I was watching. Well, it's like a podcast where they're talking about it. It's not. There is there is kind of like an oath, um, but they're bounty hunters. Mandalorians are bounty right, hunters. right? But it's not a race per se. It's like a, no, it's, it's a, a belief race. system essentially. Yes, yes, okay, yes, yes. yeah, that's what I. It's almost like a religion. Um, they're very tied to it. I'm not gonna go too far into it because I don't want to spoil it for people. Yeah. Um, I've only seen the first very four episodes. Good. Aaron's only seen the first four episodes. Extremely good. Um, very much recommend. First episode was a little slower, but after that, I fell in love with it. Yeah, um, I absolutely sure. am in, really enjoying the show. Baby Yoda is absolutely a standout hit. Yeah. Um, oh my god. All the so Baby Yoda good. memes, fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're great. I just, I love Baby. Baby Yoda is giving me baby fever. Yeah. That first of all, that just speaks to how bad my baby fever has been recently. But looking at Baby Yoda, I'm like, God, I want one of them. I just mean a child, not necessarily Baby Yoda, but I, not right now. I'm 21 years old, about to be 22. I do not want a child right now. 
I want one in the future. Very, very much. That is where I am at. Yeah, I got time. I have time, too. I'm not getting into it right now. But I can't wait for that to happen. But I can. I will eventually. Right. Anyways. So, basically, The Mandalorian has just been, like, blowing up. Mm -hmm. Everyone who's a Star Wars fan loves it. Uh, I know I love it. My family is starting to enjoy it as well. Uh, It's crazy because it's the first... Besides the Clone Wars, this is the first, like, live-action Star Wars series. Which is also... We've well, ever Even had. Clone Wars wasn't live-action. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's, it's the first cool. ever. Okay. Yeah, because Clone Wars is animated. But which is also on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it is. I need um, to watch that again. But it's, just, it's just so cool, and I'm... And then the new movie is coming out. Yep. And, uh, oh, the Rise right. of Skywalker, correct? I'm going to cry. Comes you know out what? Christmas? I'm going to sob. What? I think it comes out Christmas. No, it comes out the nineteenth. Nineteenth. Okay. It's a well. It's technically it is midnight. It's a Thursday into Friday. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's like fourteen days away. It is. That's two weeks. Mm-hmm. Today's Friday. Yeah, correct. It's a fortnight. It's a fortnight. Um, Disney. Disney Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Can you imagine. The other thing I've they noticed imagine. in looking through Disney Plus. I forgot how much Disney owns. They own everything. They own everything. Like, it's scary, actually. It's yeah. a little worrisome. We do not condone media conglomerates. Absolutely not. But I will never not have Disney for it. Right. They have. The, <laughs> they own the Santa Claus movies. Yeah, I know. Um, Home Alone, Tim I didn't Allen. realize was Disney. Oh. Tim Allen, what a guy. What a man. Well, Former cocaine addict. That's okay. Um, They own... God, um, they just own, they own the National Treasure movies. Well, yeah, I knew that. See, I, I mean, I probably knew And I also forgot I how much, like, I looked through the Disney Channel section, I'm like, oh my God, I watched all of this. So many good shows. So many first, good things. What was the first thing you watched on Disney Plus? When I, when I first. When you first got, got it, first time you logged in, what's the first thing you put on? I watched Iron Man 3. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting but then choice. then my, the series that I watched first was Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Okay. My very first thing I put on on Disney Plus was, um, oh my, Good Luck Charlie. Oh, class. That one's classic so show. good. I've also been reference, kind of referencing it mentally, not out loud, kind of just doing it in my head yeah. recently. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm going to put this on. I'm just cleaning my room. I didn't clean my room. I instead sat down and watched Good Luck Charlie. Good. Um, but yeah, great show. Um, but yeah, so Disney Plus, honestly, we're probably going to keep talking about Disney Plus. I think it's a great service. Um, mm-hmm. It's really awesome. Uh, I gotta like I have to get through all of my old shows. Yeah, there's so much because like, now I can watch things in order for the first. Like, time. I don't care about new shows anymore. I just want right. to watch all my old ones. Right. Um, Aaron, you want to talk a little bit about the Irishman? Yeah. So Irishman. The, sorry. It's funny. So there, there's a new movie. Uh, it's a Scorsese movie, um, and it's you know it has all the classic um, kind of mob actors um, like uh, Joe Pesci. Um, Pacino. Pacino and De Niro. Yep. And De Niro's like the main character, and then the other two are kind of like the side characters. Um, supporting roles. Supporting, yeah, supporting, supporting roles, is what some might say. And uh, the thing is, so it's getting a lot of criticism because it's so long, and it's one of the first movies to be put out in theaters and on Netflix right. at the same time. Yeah, it was in select theaters. Which is, which is nuts. But the thing is, select theaters... It's in the Dunkirk one. Is it? Yeah. I was shocked. But it's three and a half that hours long. Three and a half hours. That's so much time to sit there and watch a movie. 
And that's, I mean, that was the, about the runtime of Endgame. I well, think. Endgame was like exactly three, three. hours. Three, yeah. yeah. So it even topped Endgame by half an hour. And I mean, Endgame was heralded as like yeah. the cinematic event of the cent- of the yeah. decade. Yeah. And it was longer than the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Lord of the Rings movies yeah, are that's so true. long. I just, I'm going to watch it eventually, but I cannot sit there for three, three and a half hours. Three and a half hours is a long time. And that's from me who will sit and watch like super long movies and I'll like sit down and watch multiple movies. Um, but that that's just too much for my brain to handle, especially for one story. Yeah, it can't be me. I have no attention span. It can't be it's, me. I literally just don't have an attention span. Uh, it's also generating a lot of Oscar buzz. It is. From what I've heard. I really want to see it because of the incredible cast. Right. And Scorsese and, has always done incredible movies. Right. The interesting thing, and I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that it's a big thing that previously Netflix movies were not able to be nominated for Oscars. Really? Um, I believe the Oscars have something where it has to be premiered in theaters first. Like, so directed DVD movies were never able to be nominated for anything. Um, the initial intent was, you know, it needs to go have a theatrical release in order for it to be considered for okay. awards. Netflix has kind of been fighting against that because not a lot of people now, from what I've seen, will not go to the movies. They'll wait for it to come to Netflix or yeah. just watch it on Netflix. I mean, look at Bird Box. Bird yeah. Box just went straight to Netflix and it was a hit, yeah. um, but was not able to generate Oscar buzz. So part of me thinks that that's why they did the dual release. Okay. Um, that might be the reason for it is because they, it's a Scorsese film. I mean, if it wasn't on Netflix, it would automatically generate Oscar buzz. Mm-hmm. Like that would not be a robust. Like it's Scorsese. Yeah. With De Niro, uh, Pesci, and uh, Pacino, like it's gonna generate Oscar buzz. Um. So I think that p- that might be part of the motivation behind it. Yeah. Um. I is, think so. Yeah. I didn't know about that. So that's. Really I believe. Funny. I somebody might. If I'm wrong, please fact check me in the comments. Tweet yes. at us. Tell me Call I'm an out. idiot. That's fine. I get it. Um. But yeah, I believe that that is something that the Oscars currently have. Um, and I know it's something that Netflix has been working against because Netflix has kind of become a movie studio almost to some degree. Yeah. Um, producing and making their own films. Yeah. So. It's really true. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, I mentioned I had a story for Hooting the Blowfish earlier. Um, I want to get back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, I don't think you fully heard the story, actually. Okay. Um, I think I briefly explained it to you. Um, I don't think you fully heard the story. Um, but, so... Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish, Jerry Strucker, is a relatively important part of my life. Um, you know, that's a weird thing to say about a music artist. And it's not even in the way that, like, oh, his music saved me. Um, it's so way back in eighth grade. So 2012, um, I my fresh, first year of marching band, um, I had a show in Auburn, New York that weekend. My parents went to with the rest of my family to uh, Great Escape uh, Water Safari. Okay. Uh, and I was not able to go because I had a marching band. So I stayed with my grandparents for the weekend. Um, they off, they came to the show. They picked me up. I stayed with them. Uh, we decided on Sunday we are going to go do something fun because I didn't get to go uh, uh, to an amusement park with my family. So we went up to Thousand Islands um, up north, and we were just hanging out, um, you know, kind of went sightseeing and everything. And my grandparents took me to a yacht club. Okay. Um, my grandparents know a lot of people. They're very social people. I get a lot of my like social interact, the way I interact in social situations from them. Um, they know a lot of people. Um, and so we're at this yacht club 
we're just hanging out. We were talking to one of their friends. Their friend had a yacht with us. We were visiting them while we were there. And somebody uh, else comes and joins the conversation. Uh, so they're talking and this person goes, hey, do you, want, do you guys want to go to our yacht? Like, we'll go stay around a little bit, you know, have some food, like, just chat, um, hang out. I was 12 at the time, so I couldn't have drinks. Um, it would be, you know, irresponsible. Of um, course. So we went on this person on their yacht, you know, my grandparents, uh, their friend, and this person who came up, uh, they seemed to know uh, my grandparents' friends. Um, and so we were out with them on their yacht all day, um, you know, everything like that. Got, took a picture, all that stuff. And we sent the picture to my parents um, or to my family just to be like, yeah, this is what we did today. Because my parents spent the entire day um, just sending me pictures and texts and talking about all the fun things they were doing at Great Escape. Um, just really kind of really sticking my nose in it. Like, yeah, a little upset. <laughs> um, but, you know, we got to go up to Thousand Islands. We had a good time. Um, and so we sent them the picture and we're like, yeah, this is what we did. And so we sent this picture. And my dad texts back and goes, wait, who was that? And I go, uh, some person we met, uh, they said their name was Darius. Um, you know, we just were talking, we were hanging out, um, didn't really say much, um, just that they're up in the area visiting. You know, they're not from around there, they're from South Carolina, um, but they're just visiting, had some friends in the area. Uh, Thousand Islands is a beautiful area, for those of you guys that haven't yeah. been. Um, and my father texts me back and goes, wait, I think that's Darius Rucker. And I go, wait, what do you mean? Like, he's like, like Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish, like Darius Rucker, like who I listen to all the time. And so we looked up a picture of him online. Um, it looked the same as him. Like, you know, he said he was from South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Darius is from Charleston, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, so everything lined up. Uh, and it turns out we met Darius Rucker. And you just didn't South know. I had no idea. That's um, so crazy. And my dad was so upset because I just, I literally hadn't, I didn't know what he looked like. Yeah. Um, you know, I never put in the research to figure out what Darius Rucker looked like. <laughs> That's like, so what? funny. That's amazing. So for what, like, um, so it's funny though, because he's kind of stayed in contact with my grandparents a little bit. Um, really? They ran into him. So your grandparents just know Darius Rucker now? Yes. So all three of us have met him. Um, my what? Birth, my birth mom was there too. Um, so the four of us. Um, and they don't keep like close contact. It's not like they go visit him for Thanksgiving or anything. Um, but my grandparents travel a lot. You know, they recently bought an RV. They travel around the country with it. Um, a couple of years ago, they were in the Charleston airport, and they actually ran into him again. Really? Um, and you know, he remembered them, said hi, and everything. They chatted for a little bit. Um, and yeah, they told us about it. They told him, passed along a message. He said hi to me. Um, but yeah, it's something that was just so crazy to me because I, I had no idea. Like yeah. None of us did. My grandparents don't really listen to his music. Um, and, you know, our kind of thing was after was, like, he probably really appreciated that we didn't know who he was. Like, yeah. you know, I think for a lot of times, celebrities don't get to be people. Yeah. Like, yeah. so the fact that we just were just hanging out with Darius, like, we didn't know That's so he was cool. a celebrity. So he That's just awesome. got to be a regular person. Um, but, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Um, I've thought about potentially reaching out and seeing if you can autograph something for my dad. Um, he's got some big birthday milestones coming up, so I might reach yeah. out to him and see, um, or have my grandparents reach out. They've kept better contact. Like I said, I was 12 at the time, um, so I might reach out to them. Don't tell dad. If you're watching this, don't tell dad. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, that's a, my fun story for the day. That's, that's awesome. why I really want to talk. That's about so cool. I, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was. I'm jealous. It was insane. That's amazing. Wow, it was absolutely insane. That's so cool. Um, yeah, but 
I just really love telling people that story because it's just so wild. Also, my dad then felt pretty bad about sending yeah. pictures of all this cool stuff. He got to meet, <laughs> I got to meet Darius. Right I there, know so. you. You definitely out. He can have fun with the monkey lady. It, uh, Great Escape, all he wants. <laughs> I met Darius Rucker, the monkey lady. So Do you know Great Escape? I know exactly. You, okay, yeah. My dad used to terrorize us with the monkey lady. It's so bad. He, it was so awful. Bad. Scared, gave me nightmares. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my so big cool. story for this. I like that story. I enjoyed that. I've had that's big cool. stories twice now. I know. Both episodes. I gotta, I gotta come, come up with some big stories. Next time I'll tell, my, I'll tell a big story. Okay. Next time it's on you. Okay. The burden okay. of proof I'll is on, on you. I'll put, I'll put on a show. Oh. Ooh. Um, a one man show. A one man, sh- a woman show. A woman show. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so we're almost out of time. But uh, I wanted to really quickly talk to you all um, and thank you again for you know listening to us. You know we got so much great response yeah. and positive response from the first episode that we you know want to keep making these yeah, episodes. Uh, so this will when this airs. Um, Hopefully hope- soon. Um, I hope everyone is listening um, and checking it out again. Or watching. Yeah. If you watch, that's cool too. And um, something that we really want to see is if you can either tweet at us, um, comment below, uh, give us some ideas of what you want to see us talk about, see us uh, do some funny things yeah. that we may want to do, um, questions you might have for us, because uh, we definitely want to start doing an audience segment. Yeah, definitely. Where we get you involved because, you get know, some engagement we, we don't do this just for ourselves. Like, we really want to have our thoughts um, go to you, and we want your thoughts to go to us. Right. The passion uh, project, but we want to interact with y'all. Like, that's really kind of what we are in this for. Yes, so. 100%. Uh, but thank you so much for listening in, uh, because, you know, we have a great time doing this. And yeah, I love doing We're very this. appreciative. Um, make sure that if you're listening on Spotify, uh, you know, follow our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll get notified when we get up a new episode, especially since we don't have a consistent schedule. Um, if you're on Apple Music, subscribe to it. I'm not sure how Apple works. Um, I use Spotify because it's, it's better. Yeah. Um, but I digress. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you know, make sure you subscribe to the channel. You can hit the bell to be notified whenever we go live. I know sometimes YouTube misses inboxes with things. So make sure you hit that bell to be notified. Um, yeah, like Aaron said, tweeted us. Um, I had people come up to me in person, like come up to me in person, like people that like, I'm friends with but not super well and tell me that they really enjoyed it. So like, that kind of support really means a lot to yeah, us. Yeah, it does. Um, we, like I said, this is something we talked about doing, but actually seeing people enjoy the fact that we're doing something we want to enjoy yeah. is really awesome. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to our last, I mean, not our last, but like our latest episode. Oh, I was like, well, that's a wrap. I misspoke. Um, that's, we're never doing it again. It's a wrap. Um, um, no, it's not. Yes, thank you all so much. And uh we hope to have another holiday episode out soon, yeah. so keep holiday theme. in tune for that. Yeah. Um, Twitter, BlackBelt216, BlackBelt216. Yeah, and mine is Aaron Fern 12 Yeah. All right, thank you guys right. so much. Yep. See, See you ya. later. I know. Oh, I got to turn off the fireplace before we leave. Oh, yeah, turn that yeah, off. Yeah, I got you.